0: Welcome to Upvoted, No Sleep, and today we have two stories for you. First, O.P., writer without soul, writes, I died years ago. Unfortunately, Satan hasn't made time for me yet. So I'm just hanging around in his waiting room. The wall paint looks like vomit. I'm sure the devil himself picked out the most terrible color he could find. The air is thick, and everything is boring. So, so boring. Other ghosts are hanging around as well, staring into the abyss, halfway disintegrated already. Most of them are spiteful who do nothing but whine about their previous lives. It was never their fault, of course. Yes, yeah, sure, Marguerite. The devil made you beat your six-year-old with a metal pipe. Exactly, Tommy. You had no choice. You simply had to disinherit your daughter for being gay. You're the true victim here, Your own father hurt you. So, of course, you did the same to your kids. You didn't know what love was. Deep down, you're all good people. Like anyone buys that. I'm not like them. I know I deserve being here. I have always been a spiteful hag, an abusive mother, an unfaithful wife. But I did love my Heinrich in my own screwed up way. I care about him enough to be happy he hasn't joined me. He was a good man. Tried to be, at least. I, on the other hand, deserve getting tortured. But I do not deserve looking at that terrible green for a second longer. In that regard, I'm like the other ghosts. The walls drive us all mad over time. I squeeze my eyes shut. Mrs. Rosenthal, you aren't allowed to sleep yet. A demon snarls. I wince. You and the other guests are playing charades in five minutes. The demon uses a sing-song voice that makes my skin crawl. It's going to be fun. And that's how I spend my days here. One week feels like a year. One year feels like an eternity. I watch the ghosts lose their minds one by one. The demons either don't care, or they take a silent joy in watching us falter. But I persevere. I'm torn between impatience and dread. I want to move on. I want the demons and the ghosts and the terrible walls gone. But if even the waiting room is so horrible, how will hell itself be? Sometimes faces from the past visit me. I know they're not real. I tell them that. They get mad. They scream a lot. But this morning, a very real person came for me. Look, Mrs. Rosenthal. The demon was smiling so brightly that I could see all its shiny teeth. Your husband is going to share a room with you. Heinrich smiled as well. That dumb, lovely smile. He had no clue what was coming for him when Satan's assistant clapped its gloved hands together. Welcome! We are so happy that you are joining St. Michael's Senior Residency. And that was an upvoted no-sleep story by O.P. Writer Without Soul. I know you're still awake, so let's read another. O.P. M.B. Reads writes, In the quiet solitude of their suburban home, Kim felt an uneasy presence lurking just outside the kitchen window. She glanced. A figure standing in the street stared back, face obscured by darkness. After wiping her eyes, the figure disappeared. She confided in her husband James, but he dismissed her concerns. Well, have you been taking your medication? As the days passed, she noticed James growing distant, taking on extra hours at work to support their children's private school tuition, despite him making more than enough to clear the bills. Kim's mind twisted with suspicion, leading her to believe James was seeing another woman. The emotional distance between them only deepened, and she couldn't shake the nagging feeling that something was terribly wrong. Seeking solace, she shared her concerns with her closest friend, who tried to soothe her fears about the figure, and attributing James's behavior to work-related stress. Yet, the unsettling figure outside the window persisted, making her doubt her friend's reassurances. One afternoon, Kim and the kids returned home from their daily walk, only to find James home early. An unusual surprise. He enveloped them in warm hugs and kisses, as if they had been apart for years. His newfound attentiveness startled Kim, who couldn't believe he was planning to cook dinner, a task he had never undertaken in their entire marriage. As they gathered around the dinner table, Kim watched in awe as James displayed extraordinary culinary skills. It was as if he had a hidden talent that had remained concealed until now. The family chatted joyfully about their day and the pleasant weather during the walk. Kim's heart swelled with a mix of happiness and confusion, wondering what had brought about this sudden transformation in her husband. Excitement filled the air as the kids spoke about their upcoming talent show. Kim reminded James of the event causing him to reply with a heartfelt promise to take the day off, something he wouldn't miss for the world. The surprise made Kim audibly gasp, hardly believing the change in her husband's demeanor. Eager for some alone time with this newly attentive James, Kim initiated the children's bedtime routine earlier than usual. But just as they were about to escape to their bedroom, She remembered the kids' school uniforms still in the wash. Reluctantly, she descended the creaky wooden basement steps. As Kim moved the laundry to the dryer, a putrid stench permeated the air, filling her lungs with dread. She followed the scent, her heart pounding louder with each step. Finally, she stood before the crawlspace door, and hesitated before opening it. The sight that greeted her was beyond her worst nightmares. Her husband's lifeless body, dressed in the same clothes he wore for work this morning. Kim dropped to her knees sobbing, remembering the violent act she had done. Just as her reality started to shatter, their son called down to her, asking, What's for dinner tonight? And those were upvoted No Sleep Stories by OP Writer Without Soul and OP MB Reads. Sweet dreams.